Hi, this is François Larose with Bereskin Empire Montreal, and you're listening to IP Fridays. Hello, and welcome to this episode of IP Fridays. Our names are Ken Suzanne and Rolf Clayson, and this is the podcast dedicated to intellectual property. It does not matter where you are from, in-house or private practice, novice or expert. We will help you stay up to date with current topics in the fields of trademarks, patents, design and copyright, discover useful tools, and much more. Welcome to episode 78 of IP Fridays. This week, Ken is talking with Jeannie Hill about SEO issues. But before we jump into this interview, I have news for you from the UPC and for nullity actions in Germany, as well as some minor news uh, on my own. So first about the UPC. You might have noticed that the British Parliament is dissolving on 3rd of May. And originally it was planned that during May, the ratification of the UPC uh, should happen uh, by the different bodies, governmental bodies in the UK. But now it seems unlikely that this will happen in time before May 3rd. So originally it was estimated that the UPC would open its doors in December 2017. But now it might be delayed a little bit until the beginning of 2018. The Federal Court of Justice in Germany has just issued a very important decision, in my opinion, for nullity actions. Uh, the decision is called Ankopplungssystem. The number of the decision is XZR 10-15. It was issued on 1st of March 2017 and the decision stated that if you are attacking a patent in a nullity action and you only attack certain claims, the defendant, so the patent owner, can only defend the patent by using features and claims of the claims that are attacked. So they can, the patent owner cannot defend the patent by combining uh, features from a claim that is not attacked with uh, features of the independent claim that was attacked. So this opens the door to some interesting strategies. Typically, if you attack a patent in a nullity action, um, so all the claims, like the full total patent, then the patent owner can even use features from the description to defend the patent, but now with this decision in hand, you might think you might want to consider to only attack a patent for most of the claims and maybe leave one claim out in the attack so that the patent owner will not be able to use features from the description or from that claim uh, to defend the patent. And finally, some news from myself. Uh, my YouTube channel just reached 1,000 subscribers. I'm very proud of that. Um, a little over a year ago, I started my YouTube channel and it has been growing quite quickly. Every Thursday, I'm posting a new video, either in German or in English. 
The latest video is about patent prosecution history estoppel and how that plays a role in Germany nowadays. If you want to take a look or even subscribe, which I would highly like and recommend, you can go to www.ipfridays.com YouTube or just go to YouTube and type in my name Rolf Klesen, R-O-L-F and then C-L-A-E-S-S-E-N. Now let's jump into this interview with Jeannie Hill and Ken Suzanne. Ralph, our guest today on the program is Jeannie Hill, the owner of Hill Web Creations here in the Twin Cities. Jeannie is a true authority on search engine optimization issues, or as known in the industry, SEO. Jeannie counsels her clients on a regular basis on a wide variety of marketing and internet search marketing issues. She also has a developed background in Google Analytics tools and in artificial intelligence and machine learning. Welcome, Jeannie, to IP Fridays. Hello, and thank you for having me. Jeannie, we're going to talk today about SEO. What is SEO, and when did it become popular? SEO really stands for Search Engine Optimization. Um, well, that starts with the word search, which encompasses both organic or earned search and paid search. Generally, SEO is coming from uh, the topic encompasses that, which would be natural link building, uh, free search, organic search, really having your website and your entire online presence ready to be found online and to drive traffic, relevant traffic for your business. Mm -hmm. And what is the importance of SEO, particularly to brand owners? A lot of our listeners represent trademark, uh, brand, uh, trademarks and, and, and brands, and you know SEO is likely an important part of their, uh, of their jobs as well as in, in the companies. Having your brand recognized and uh, across all your channels and your presence as one and the same, you know, being really clear who you are, helps tremendously for a business online. Um, individuals are searching continually for businesses. They're doing more and more, not only in the traditional text search box, but in voice search and image search, more and more from mobile. So just having your brand concise, um, articulate, recognizable, and out there in the world and in the internet space is going to tremendously help the right people find you for your services. Mm -hmm. And let's switch over to domain names. Uh, what does my domain name have to do with SEO? It's, it's a very good question and a lot of people when they select a domain name don't think in those terms. Mm -hmm. But because the search engines are going to be associating you with the website, and how that is named, it's actually very significant. I think um, one of the most important things would be to make it memorable. That's gonna be your brand, it's gonna be how people find you and recognize you. It helps to keep it under 15 characters. It has changed a lot. We have a lot more domain extensions available. Um, we also have seen a real shift in how Google in particular, which is our biggest search engine, is handling exact match in domain names. Mm -hmm. So uh, that used to be something people did and once something gets overused or, or abused, uh, they certainly get to where they even the playing field and adjust their algorithms and methods of doing search to really 
it's all about the user to get that user to find the right business that's going to answer their question. You just mentioned algorithms that that uh, interests me. How often are these algorithms changed? You know, it used to be that we would get a notice and it was uh, periodic. Um, we have had significant algorithm switches in the last couple of years. And now in 2016, I think it's very safe to say going forward, that is something that's built in. It's, it's more of a drip process. It is mm -hmm. automatic. It is every day that there's that adjustment and, and tweaking going on. And as search is more and more the way that businesses get their revenue, uh, that's how users are preferring to find businesses, that it has become just so significant that um, that's where the search engines to just manage the the load of search queries and and what they produce in SERP results. SERP is search engine result pages. Mm -hmm. So that acronym is very commonly used as SERPs for search for short. And um, because there is so much activity and business happening right there, it has become. Um, highly fine-tuned and the continual algorithms that are built in to update and tweak are, are every day all the time. So when those algorithms change, what are some of the things you do uh, with your clients in helping them perfect their SEO? Pay more and more attention to what the users want. Mm -hmm. um, the, for the algorithms, for the search engines, their client is the user, the person who is um, typing in their search box or using their device, um, you know, be that Google Assist or, um, you know, Amazon's Echo or another product, more and more people are simply talking sure. into their cell phone or their devices and getting the results that they're looking for. Yeah. With respect to domain names, why is it important to, to own your domain? Um, Maybe you could share some, some of your insight on that. Yeah, um, I, I've just been astounded myself at how important this is and how much it's out of the radar for the average business mm -hmm. or maybe small to medium business in particular that may not be continually speaking with an attorney or where. Uh, and they're drawing on a lot of external sources. Perhaps they subcrank subcontract their work out to um, IT, to a web designer, to a, mar a digital marketer, and because they're not aware of how they would actually register, keep mm -hmm. up their registrar service or their web hosting service um, or all their Google accounts, they uh, may trust somebody to do that sure. and be completely unaware that the, the party hired has actually established the accounts in their name rather than in the business name or the individual's name that owns the business. So it has become a huge um, risk for businesses and a lot of what's driving this is how valuable your online traffic and revenue is. Sure. So that Tell me a little bit about that value, I mean, from, yes. from what you've seen. Um, exponentially every year it has increased that the best ROI that uh, most businesses that are engaged in the A-B tests and 
um, surveys their best dollar as far as coming back and mm. money in the bank at the end of the day sure. has been in their digital spend and in getting found online because if, if, if the search engines can match you to relevant search queries, you've got business coming in the door. Sometimes we hear this reference to spammy backlinks. What are spammy backlinks? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a totally fascinating concept and, and backlinks um, has probably been a real forefront of SEO practices and has just totally changed and revolutionized. Mm -hmm. uh, as people went after just the number of backlinks, um, they were quite happy to go grab them on anywhere or pay for them or um, do what we call black hat or unethical practices to just have more backlinks. Mm -hmm. And that is a big part of where the algorithms have adjusted is to be able to more readily identify the quality of backlink, the source of the backlink, and to write them so you can actually today get penalized from your backlinks. Really? Yep. Which means the search engines say Google could decide to, you know, drop your website completely or in part out of its indexes and that has a tremendous impact on revenues. Mm -hmm. So um, ethical SEO is all that I do sure. and staying uh, just really on top of the game with, with how your backlinks are accruing. Um, you can have somebody put backlinks to your site just to take you down mm -hmm. if they're spammy backlinks or um, just from an unwanted source. I've had clients where when they weren't happy with their SEO results, they um, brought me on and uh, in the transition away from another company, all of a sudden they were getting uh, an increased volume of negative backlinks. Wow. You know, or the anchor text was uh, perhaps um, a word they did not want associated with their business, yeah. even four letter words in the entire in intent. Yeah. was to, to take the site down. Do you use certain software packages to help you do your job? You know, it is, there are just so many of them that are really excellent because you, you how else do you know what's going on mm -hmm. out there in the cloud? Sure. And so you are able to, you know, get really good data. Um, that brings up a topic. I think a lot of businesses are not aware that one of the most important aspects of their business is their big data. Yes. Uh, their data that's out there. And of course, your your linking structure is absolutely the lifeblood of that, just as blood vessels in the body are, are what carries the life flow to it, your URLs, your linking structure. That's a great analogy. On-site, off-site, they are the backbone of your business. Mm -hmm. And knowing what's going on with them and the health of them is vital to the success of a business. Yes. Are there some SEO best practices? I know we have a short period of time here on our podcast, but could you offer a few SEO best practices that uh, companies uh, should adhere to? Well, I think uh, having just talked about your linking structure, um, that would probably be on-site one of the biggest um, things that I think people miss is just being aware that what they name every page, how they tie that page into their top-level menu, does it support a topic, um, that is a huge piece of SEO. Mm -hmm. um, then the backlinks out there, they're, they're like a vote, 
they validate your site, that they come from a trusted domain, that they come from a relevant domain uh, has a lot to do with it. So uh, there's a tremendous amount of strategy that should be done ahead of time before doing um, an extensive rebuild or uh, site redesign, mm -hmm. ideally even before you start your site. Sure. So if a company has a limited budget, let's say for SEO type work, how often, let us say, should they you know, conduct a uh, audit or some sort of review of their SEO if they don't have a lot of money to dedicate to that? Yeah. I would say at least monthly. Okay. You know, most of my clients, once they see the value from a monthly SEO audit, okay. they want a weekly one because oh, okay. the insights are just so key to it, um, which includes understanding your linking structure. Okay. Uh, but very much, uh, there's so many different levels of audits, audits. I would say there's free tools online. They can certainly offer something to get started for businesses on a budget mm -hmm. but to to really understand what the tools telling you to know how to take those insights and implement the best strategy is uh, more than what what you're just going to get in an audit answer but um, being able to know what users want how those users connect with you what they do on your site once they're there do they find the content meets what they're looking for is really essential so knowing those users your buyers what they're wanting from your products from your services how you can bring them the best solutions is going to really lead how your content should be curated and how your links should be named and established and your ux structure set forth what are some of the challenges that you're finding, Jeannie, in dealing with SEO these days with your clients? Yeah. Well, back to just the domains, I think uh, it's amazing how many just don't own their account. Mm -hmm. And they're not aware of that. And as the value of SEO has gone up, as, the, as more business is coming online, there's more hijacking of domains. Mm -hmm. And so that's where internet security is very important getting on a secure protocol with HTTPS. Um, knowing that you own your own accounts is really important for a business. And um, you know, just keeping up with SEO, it's it's the changes are astronomical. Yes. And so I think a lot of businesses that um, I step in and help out, their SEO budget has been largely spent on old practices. And so they invest a lot, but it's not something that's going to move the needle for them because it was really uh, yesterday's best practices. Interesting, Jeannie. Well, we're coming to the end of our interview right now, uh, but I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule today uh, to join us here on IP Fridays. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please show us your love by visiting ipfridays.com slash love and tweet a link to this show. We would be so grateful if you would do that. It would help us out to get the word out. Also, please subscribe to our podcast at ipfridays.com or on iTunes or stitcher.com. If you have a question or want to be featured in one of the upcoming episodes, 
please send us your feedback at ipfridays.com feedback. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. You can go to ipfridays.com iTunes, and it will take you right to the correct page on iTunes. If you want to get mentioned on this podcast or even have comments within the next episode, please leave us your voicemail at ipfridays.com slash voicemail. You have been listening to an episode of IP Fridays. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of nor are they endorsed by their respective law firms. None of the content should be considered legal advice. The IP Fridays podcast should not be construed as legal advice or legal opinion on any specific facts or circumstances. The contents of this podcast are intended for general informational purposes only, and you are urged to consult your own lawyer on any specific legal questions. As always, consult a lawyer or patent or trademark attorney. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved.